Well, the weekend's over, so it's time to chat about it. Got a midget and a Jew, so why don't you sit down and listen to a dope podcast during lunch, dinner, or breakfast. Brad Williams and Adam Ray are here for you any time of the day. So come on and treat yourself right. It's about last night. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the About Last Night Show. And I'm your host, Brad Williams, co-host over there, Adam Ray. What's up? All right. You just cut out, didn't you? Did I? It sounded like that's in my headphones. Did right. I cut out? Maybe it was a little too sharp. <laughs> hey, man, sometimes... We're not ready for you. S- silky Jewish pipes are always unpredictable. Man. Uh, maybe it's my headphones. Is it the headphones? It's the Bose headphones. It's the, it's the expensive headphones you got me. I do you appreciate want, do you want some... Wait, are they... No, they oh, just... They're it's okay. It's okay, I Ray. popped a little hard. I'm sorry. I'll... Stop, stop it, popping it. If I have a dollar every stop time I pop it, pop it hard. <laughs> Turn it down a little bit. You keep popping in my ears. Uh, that's the voice of Michael Yo. What's that? Yeah, my. And then, like, here, here's the thing. I'm pretty sure Michael Yo from the Yo Show, mm-hmm. from uh, what are dude, E Extra, e. the OMG Insider, okay. Chelsea Lately. I'm a TV whore. Okay. I, I will admit, I love TV, and uh, I, I was at a, I was at E. Uh, I'm still on Chelsea. I do uh, now OMG Insider on CBS. So wow. that's that's like. And then you have your own show, the Yo Show on Yahoo. Yo Show on Yahoo, and now I'm a regular on the Talk. Jesus. Dude. So, so so you you looked up to Dr. Drew and said, "Hey, Dr. Drew, you have five jobs. Fuck you." I can do that too. <laughs> I can do that too. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm I, I'm like the broke version of Ryan Seacrest. <laughs> I, I'm the half. You're the more diverse version of exactly, Ryan Seacrest. Exactly, the half black version of Ryan Seacrest. That's why I don't make as much money, but it's okay. I'm working on it. Now, I'm how does does one show lead to the? I mean, like, did you get? You started on Chelsea. I started at E. Yeah, hug that I, mic as much as you want to. Yeah, I, I started at go. E. There you go. Um, I got a call. I, do a, I did a radio show in Miami, mm-hmm. and it's on Y100. It's a big top 40 station. I had a big show out there, and I did it for six years. E calls me out of blue and says, you want to try TV? And I was like, no, because I never wanted to do TV. Right. You know, it's nothing I ever wanted to do. You got, you got a great uh, face for radio. So, so you <laughs> Thank know, you. I appreciate that. Yeah, so you just figure I'll just stay here where I can, where I can have my pipes come in. Well, yeah, I worked four <laughs> hours a day. Right. You know, like, Perfect. and lived on the beach. Why yeah. would I want to leave? And yeah, I, it's I a didn't great know, scenario. Yeah, I didn't know anything about TV. And uh, Why 100 started started jump in? Is that the same network as DJ Laz? No, he's Power 96. I was okay. at his competitor. Oh, shit. Yeah, so we went. Well, You're, he did mornings. I did afternoons. So we okay. never really went against each okay. other. Okay, you, you weren't against the pimp with the limp. No, pimp with the limp. I love him, though. He's a great guy. Is that guy. like some radio? Is that a shtick? DJ oh, Laz. Pimp with the limp. Yeah. yeah DJ Laz is, is, is in Miami, Power 106. And yeah, uh, he is the pimp with the limp because he got like run over by a boat. Yeah, it's crazy story. The dude is like a pimp with a limp. Like really, like he 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 does a bunch of music videos. All these Latin chicks in it. It's crazy. It's crazy. So they offered me a job. It says no for six months, and then finally my mom was like, "Oh, you need to go see TV." And I was like, "All right, well, wait, that's not a black accent. That's my mom's Asian. (laughs) My mom's Asian. Oh yeah, yeah. My dad is black. My mom is Asian, but my middle name is Yo, and it's my mom's name." 
Oh, it's her yeah. maiden name. Jesus. How did your mom That in itself should get you a show. I right? mean, just that story. No, I mean, no, and they own a Jewish deli in Houston, Texas. Get well, the fuck yeah. out of here. No, All right. no, no, no. It's if you've got a Mormon dog, I'm going to take my <laughs> pants off no, no, no. and run no, down the street. It's, it's crazy. Yeah, they, they got this deli in, in Houston. And, yeah, it's just the whole story is crazy. And yeah, we're going to go to the black and the Asian deli. They exactly. have the best cuts of pastrami over there. Exactly. Exactly. My mom's like, oh, what do you want? What do you want? You know, so, <laughs> yeah. How did your mom and dad meet? In the war. Well, oh, not okay. at war. He was sta- my dad was stationed over there, and oh, right, uh, right. he basically hooked up with my mom, and then they wrote letters for three years. Oh, right. And he flew her over and got married, and they've been married for almost 40 years. This year will be 40 years. Holy Dude, and that's that. super – you have to not only uh, be impressed by that uh, because people just don't stay married these days. No, very no, long. no. It's like, funny. I, I, I mean, I, my parents are divorced. I probably – I mean, I feel – just hearing you say my parents have been married for 40 years sounds really just weird. crazy. No, right? weird. My grandparents were married for 60-plus years, but they got married, you know, in yeah, when they were 1842. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they well, were 160 when they died. It was pretty <laughs> – I mean, that's the impressive thing. No, it's weird because when – I remember when divorce first started happening when I was a kid, you wouldn't talk about it. It was very yeah. taboo. People would be like, oh, shit, that, that's crazy. Now when people are together, they're like, oh, shit, that's crazy. You right. know, you don't see it anymore. People you just around. don't. And that and uh, uh, black father sticking around. Yeah. Holy crap. You have yeah. a black daddy and you know him. Exactly. And he's stuck around and he has a Ph.D. in nuclear physics. What the yeah. fuck? Yeah. Your black dad is a nuclear physicist. Yeah, yeah. He, well, he, not anymore. They own a Jewish deli, but. But, he, but he's got the Ph.D. Yeah, he got yeah, a what's Ph.D. What's the name of the deli called? Um, <laughs> radioactive? No, 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 no. <laughs> no, it's a, it's a form of a deli. It's, it's a deli known in Texas. It's like a chain. Okay. Yeah, because that's where you're from, right? Yeah, Dallas. I'm from Houston. Houston. Houston, Texas. Shit, okay. Yep. No, you do not miss. Is there a big difference? Is that like. Oh, we hate each other. Yeah. We like, hate, like. Everyone. Like Crips versus Bloods? Like yes, Lakers like, versus like, Clippers? Because Dallas is so pretentious. And Houston is like hard workers. <laughs> you know, Dallas, they're assholes. I've heard uh, let's that. be honest. Yeah. Like you go, they 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 got the big hair. They go to the mall. They go to the grocery store all in makeup. And I love stuff how like you uh, account big hair for being an asshole because <laughs> <laughs> hey you man, have, yeah. no, that's the first thing I know. <laughs> Let me tell you something, you. Mike. I'm a, I'm a good guy deep down, right? No, no. As soon as you walked out the gate, I was like, wow, you have lovely hair. Thanks, it's man. It's like huge. Your yeah. hair is fucking I mean, like big. You know, and I don't know if you remember me before because I've recently cut it uh, shorter. You but it cut used to that? Be. Oh, wait, dude, you don't remember me when it was like flowy long? Oh, yeah. He yeah, yeah, yeah. used to be Jewish Fabio. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. It was, like fu- it was Stamos meets like early Danza meets, um, <laughs> I don't but know. But you man. owned it, though. You oh, owned yeah, it. Dude, but yeah, but I look back at pictures now and I'm like, God, it was so ratty. And, so, do I mean, the ladies were... like your hair better now or no? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think it's because uh, I haven't shaved my head, so I still have hair. And, okay. Like, uh, some appreciate the shorter look. They say it makes me look younger. And but you never used anything in it. That's no, yeah, amazing. No, 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 I mean, I put a little, like, uh, you know, pomade stuff in there. No, but, like, to keep, like, Rogaine or anything, you're, you're no, good. No, oh, no, I was blessed with, I'm a. That's amazing. But no back hair yet, I can proudly say. But, I mean, hairy face, and, I mean, I, sh- you know, I, I shaved six minutes ago. How do you do that? Because me, nothing on top. Me, nothing on top. All hair on the ass for me. Oh, oh boy. All that's, hair on yeah, the ass. Dude, you got to wax that shit, man. I got wax that shit? Oh, who, no. who wants to Who go waxes in? their ass? I don't know, man. I'm just Do you wax your ass? No, I'm thinking out loud, man. That's I'm about thinking out, well, I'm not doing it. Well, yeah, that's true. You're a porn star, <laughs> Let's too? talk about where Brad came from. <laughs> Yo, is that better than the headphones? Yeah, it's great. It's great. All right, so in Houston, what about, was there something about celebrities that made you go, I want to? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. Because Nothing. you've now interviewed, I mean, dude, let's, I, I don't know Everybody. who's, Katie Couric might be the only person who has interviewed Can I tell you the cooler only, people than you have. The only person I haven't interviewed 
that I really want to interview is right. Denzel Washington. I post, I was dude, he's. Fuck, please do and, and record it on your phone so I can have something to jerk off to because that guy <laughs> he's the is man. my favorite actor. He's the man. He's Absolutely. the fucking man. I hear he's a huge pothead, which is even cooler. Like, I hear Big so many stories fan. about it, but I was supposed to interview him four times, and it didn't work out all oh. four times. For like, what I was at No, I don't even. Just I, it, it just the, yeah, like at the, uh, at the flight thing, at, yeah. The, yeah. at the Oscars. Uh, I was supposed to. I did. I did Jennifer Lawrence, Bradley. I did everybody, and they were like, "Oh, do, uh, um, Denzel is coming up next." He walked up, and then his right when he got to me, somebody pulled him away and says, "You need to do. Uh, you need to take this picture." And then we never got him back. And I was like, four times in a row, I was supposed wow. to interview. There's a there's a reason I'm not interviewing him. May, you know? What no, I mean? it's gonna happen. Well, I mean, well, like he should at least half like you. I, exactly. I'm half black. I'm half black. You know, I'm I'm not hurt. I'm not going to hurt him. My Asian side would get mad if, yeah, you know, so you'd be like, Asalam konnichiwa. <laughs> exactly, you know? Is there is, is there now a guy like that? He's like your favorite one of your favorite actors. He's a great actor. Yeah. I, he's yes. He he's is some, one. Now, why is he somebody you want to interview so bad? Because I haven't interviewed him. <laughs> You it's know, that, it's, it's like that I, one girl. You're yeah, good. You're good. Yeah, I interviewed Barack right. Obama, and yeah, I dude. haven't interviewed Denzel Washington. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, that was nuts Which, when I interviewed him. By the way, uh, I don't know if you heard this. Uh, my dad is a huge Fox News guy. Watch, oh, yeah. Watches Fox News 24-7, and he's calling me up like, would you believe Obama just did an interview with some pop radio station? Yeah, like, yeah, he's I, got the time, and then, like, I'm over at the house. And he's got the time to watch American Idol. The whole thing was about yeah, American Idol. Yeah, yeah. like, yeah, the first question you asked him, and he was like, well, I think uh, Nicki Minaj, Nicki Minaj is, <laughs> dude, she's not no, I mean, but, so- but, but the thing is, is, like, I wanted to, because people forget, I got so many hate emails from that because oh, people man. are like well it's a pop culture you should ask them about politics so i was like i'm not a, poli- I'm no, not a politician not- do. so my first question this was right after the debate where he got his ass kicked oh, the first one so i right. said yeah. look there's a big elephant in the room and we need to clear this up do you think Nicki minaj and mariah carey can yeah. get along so i set him <laughs> yeah. up and he started laughing and he yeah. answered it and it went Viral. It was all Fox News it covered was it everywhere. Because every- because my dad's yelling at me like, "Who is this idiot?" And I go, "That's Michael Yo. That's my buddy. <laughs> that's that idiot, Michael yeah, Yo. That, that's my boy, Michael Yo." He yeah, because everybody because everybody was like, "Yo, you just got your ass handed to you in the debate. Why are you now trying? Why are you concerned with pop culture at this point?" But well, it's like, hey, because man, I asked him, "What is he going to say?" I'm not going to comment. Yeah. Also, what are you going to be the thousand uh, thousandth person to ask him about the debate? But like, you know what? If you go, if everybody went into the interview, my second question was about the debate. Oh, yeah. Yeah. a very direct question. Yeah. Not even interrupted him when he started giving me copy points. So I wanted to start off fun, but then sure. get really into some real questions. Yeah, you, have, yeah, you know what you do. So, yeah, man. Now, how so, do you figure that out? Like, is, I mean, Can I tell I'm, you it was my dad's idea for the question? No kidding. Yeah, we were yeah. at lunch, and my parents never get excited about anything. But my dad was like, oh, sure, you better hurry up. We, we, we got to interview Obama. I was like, we? What are you talking about? <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, we got to interview awesome. Obama. He said, I'm like, coming out. My boy. Yeah. Yeah. I made you, motherfucker. You yeah. think I'm going to come up with a question? That, he was so proud of that boy. He's like, Oh boy, we got to interview Obama. <laughs> and then I was like, I don't know what to ask him the first question. He said, I'll tell you what he need to fix is that Nicki Minaj and Mariah Carey fight. That'd be funny if he could fix that. <laughs> and I was like, that's a great question. Yeah. That's a great setup question. And then now, now every time I talk to my dad, he's like, Shh, you know, I made headlines for that question, right? That was all me. That was all me. I love your dad. Jeez, no, he's so. awesome. My dad, you know, he's so smart. And I mean, my mom is awesome too, but. They are amazing together because all they do is play fight all the time, and That's they're awesome. so witty back and so forth. So you get all of your—I mean, you get your comedy chops, you get your your uh, personality, being very personable, and just uh, that's all coming from both of them. Or uh, my dad's not a personable guy. Well, everybody likes him once they meet him. Yeah, but mm-hmm. he's very intimidating because he's very smart, 
You know, and smart people are intimidating. You black know, like black nuclear physicist, yeah, he could you know? beat you in Jeopardy and at hoop. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> he will dunk Come on your ass. <laughs> That's so scary. And then give you a math problem on the way out. Like yeah. boom, what? Like my dad. Because, yeah. like, normally the nerds are like, ah, nerds will hit you with the dodgeball. But, yeah. then, but then, like, mm. you, throw, you throw a dodgeball at your dad. He catches it goes, what, motherfucker? What? Like, what? You want some? You, uh, like, my dad always told me, if you ever want to sound smart, just, uh, just tell everybody, do you know what the interval of XDX is? It's X squared over 2. And I still don't know what that means to this day. No, but said, I, thought it was, I thought you were, like, reciting lyrics from a DMX album. No, it's some Einstein thing. <laughs> yeah. Some Einstein thing. <laughs> Einstein, DMX, pretty easy. Pretty, pretty, pretty same. Yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah, it's the same thing. Same thing. Now, how, like... Were you nervous as hell before the Obama interview? Like, this is the man who yes. has his finger on the button. Well, my thing about the interview wasn't I was nervous about the interview. It was it was the people around him make you so nervous before you even, like, Yeah, because you heard that guy come on. He goes, uh, Mr. Yo, the next voice you hear will be the president. president of, and then you hear you just go, yeah, okay. Okay. Like, cause, <laughs> it's like. The next voice, because you, how don't, many, you don't hear how many times they click in to warn you that, like, it's like for the first call. It's like, okay, we're about to uh, wire in six lines into your phone line. And then you hear like six, five, and you hear the line. Wow. And then he's like, oh, oh, we got a break. We got to do it all over again. Because I guess they only got the three and the other three couldn't connect. So they do it again. Yeah. And then every five minutes he checks in and says, okay, sir, oh, he's about to come. Geez. You know, so they, they build well, it up. And then right before, <laughs> like right before the part you heard, yeah, he yeah. goes, he goes, I see the boss man walking down the hall right now. Oh, I geez, see the dude. boss man walking down the hall right now. And then the next voice you hear is the president He's of in. the United States. I see his face. I can hear exactly. his pants it was moving. Just like that. And right, then, and right then your dick goes from black to Asian. Dude, hey, like, oh. <laughs> I go, oh. how you doing? Yeah. How's it day? How yeah. you doing? How you doing? <laughs> Yo, how many potential opening lines did you I, I write down? To- because you, because how do you prepare for, like, the pre- dude, I mean, you well, can- if you notice, I cut him off because he tried to have a joke. Yeah, I cut off his joke. Yeah, Holy like because he had this whole thing, went, and I was so like, oh, you know, I was like, you're just like, hey, how you doing? Because he wanted to say, hey, and you're Michael Yo, and I heard if you want a place to go to vote, you go to it the Yo show or some bullshit. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, some something, something like that. Some writer or some, some yeah, which is some great that he had. He, he had came something with that. set up. Yeah, but I cut him off, and it would have sounded so much better if I didn't say anything. <laughs> That's I, all good. So I cut off Obama. Oh my God! I know, but after it's like you and Mitt Romney have that in common. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's, what's crazy is after you the the feeling is is after you finish talking to him, and I, you don't absorb it while you're doing. Of course it. not. You sure. know what I you're mean? You're out of your body, probably. You're out of, yeah, it's sort of like you guys right now. You're probably interviewing me, and you're like, "Oh my God, I'm out of my body." Yeah, dude. This is, I don't I don't know what's happening <laughs> no, right now. I don't now. realize no, this I'm is, interviewing my career. <laughs> yeah, no, dude. Three hundred thousand hey, followers man. on Twitter. He can oh, make whatever. my career. You walked into my gate. I thought of all the girls that I just fucking wanted to text a picture of you right now. Oh too, yeah, right. Just anyway, to get them anyway, to come anyway, over. anyway. So after it, it takes about a couple of hours before it sinks in. Of and course. And then you're like, I just interviewed. The president of the United States. And what do you do? Do you and, celebrate? And I, I didn't know what to do. Do you what go out for do? chicken and like noodles? No, anybody. <laughs> like, what, what do you do? How many, no, but, how many black, black I Asian do you do? I know. I know. We, I need a, we need a. Do you have a bell? So every time y'all say, I can hit it. So we I count mean, them out. But I think we're at like five right now. Yeah, we got to be like, five. Yeah. All right. We're no, writing but, a brand new 20 minutes. <laughs> I know. I got a bunch of new stand up from this, yeah, man. But the whole thing is, is. You know, normally you do something, you get a casting. You can talk to other people that's been booked. Yeah. Who, who am I going to call? Who am I going to identify with? I just interviewed the president of the United right. States. Who's done that? Who's cool. done that? Yeah. If I call that, he'd be like, uh, 
okay, Adam. Adam be like, I don't yeah. know. Okay. All right, yeah, man. Yeah, it's awesome. Great. You can't call up Juliana Rannick and be like, hey, I just <laughs> talked to the president. Did I say her name right? I think it's Rancic. Rancic. <laughs> I think it's Rancic, Brad. Uh, so, I'm not so good up on my e-news. Sorry. Yeah. We'll be right back with I'm more Brad doesn't know the names of celebrity hosts. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it, it was a thing where yeah. you call people and they just don't know how to react. Of course. Like, oh, my God, how was he? How's he this? Is he that? It was just, it was mind-blowing. Now, did you have the same type of uh, aftermath uh, after you interviewed Hugh Hefner? <laughs> that was pretty amazing. Yeah. I, and I'm being serious. So am like, I. Dude, you're in his house. He has oh, you got to go. Obama and Hugh have a lot in common. They both, I mean, and let me figure out what that is. Yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah. just said that feeling like. <laughs> They're I, both very powerful men. There it is. They, they have both, a lot of women under them. Yep. In the they, cabinets. True. They or, both you know, could probably sleep with anybody they want to. Uh, one could be a direct order. You know, that, that's the <laughs> question. Would someone, like, if you're a girl. Actually, that is a great question. Would, I mean, would a, would, a, would a girl just, like, a random girl that was hot or whatever, who he wanted to hook up. I mean, that's bragging rights right there. I totally. slept with the president. But yeah. now on the flip side, do you take the bragging right? Do you take do you sleep with the president for the story, or do you sleep with Hugh Hefner for the lodging and the financial security and the hot tub privileges Tuesdays and Thursdays and, from five and, to six? And the unlimited access to Fred Durst's cock. But <laughs> is that guy still around? He did it all for the nookie, man. All for Thank the nookie. You. Dude. Thank the you. Nookie. I'm gonna tap out right now. Yeah. Got, Please let that be the only he did all <laughs> for the nookie <laughs> reference on this podcast. Can I tell you something embarrassing? I actually went to one of their concerts and I enjoyed it. Of course. I mean, hey, they were popular for a reason, dude. Hey, you, you know gotta what? tell me if they were playing tonight at the Hollywood Bowl, you wouldn't go. I wouldn't go. Okay. Well, <laughs> all right. <laughs> what if Third Eye Blind was opening? Oh, Third Eye Blind or yeah. Wallflowers? Oh, dude. With one headlight. Oh, That's one of the best songs. Yo, ever. I saw them. My buddy used to open uh, for them a little bit for a couple tours get out so they were uh last fall were rehearsing at a studio on sunset and he goes do you want to come uh watch the, uh, them rehearse wait what band tour? are we talking about the wallflowers oh really dude they're one of my favorite like dude, no you should have called me man we would have wallflower now out. i know mike <laughs> wore the t-shirts yo, and everything oh yo it was man. unreal it was uh <laughs> we would have had a gay moment together it was that, <laughs> that was, song from the godzilla soundtrack was the <laughs> shit oh yeah dude dude one no, no. two I got to tell you, though, even like in the 90s, they had the best rock music in the 90s. Yeah, you know? yeah. And even the wussy bands were awesome. They you know were. what I mean? Like, like Live. Who? Yeah. Like uh, Lightning. Live was good. Everclear. Everclear. Yeah. Even the <laughs> Father of Mine. Oh, that's Dude, like semi sonic. I mean, where have you? Yeah, dude. I mean, closing. Oh, time. Yeah. oh how many? Oh, yeah, man. I, mean, I worked in white top. 40 rock radio. That Did was you my really? first job. Yeah. Oh, so Station that, so in Houston, that, so that 104 KRB. That was like. So how many times a week did you play oh, Chumbo One but Tub Thumping? Can I tell you my first song <laughs> I ever played on the radio? Stone Temple Pilots Interstate Love Song. Great, <laughs> great. That's a good one. Dude. I love it. So, now, you, <laughs> so, so, like, did people hear your voice and think, all right, white dude with the top 40, this is great, and no. then, like, see you do and I go, sound what, white? what the shit? No. What, do I sound, I don't I, know I mean, what I sound like. I don't know what you sound like either, but they, they yeah. I, I figure they just know, like, all right, it's well, I mean, like, they, they, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. what do you mean, like, do I sound white? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Does Brad sound dwarf? Is, it, <laughs> <laughs> is that a thing? Yes, I, I don't know what the fuck they're talking <laughs> yeah. about, Adam, bro. I'm with the son of a dwarf voice. I'm with the fan. But does anybody? But like that's that's why you have to say but, when you but, do but press you, radio, but, like when you do stand up. What, what do you say? What's the joke you say? Like oh, like I have to say that I'm a dwarf because if I don't, people just like looking at me like, does he know? Yeah. <laughs> you have to address it for I do. people. Yeah. You know, like yeah, I know, I'm a dwarf. So you so in this top forty radio, so you loved radio so much that gave you what a performing like and well the the whole thing is and we all know this. I only started comedy 
two years ago. Yeah. yeah. And Brady, you progressed at a rapid rate, by the way. Well, I think it's surrounding yourself and watching great comedy. I think what And helped, doing it. Like, you doing, doing these tours was a genius move. Yeah. Do you still host them now? or No, no, no. I've always – well, how I did it is – the whole thing is I surrounded – I started this hot mess comedy tour. Yeah. And now it's called Yo Show Comedy. But what I would do is I wanted stage time, but I didn't want to have to kiss ass to people in L.A. Sure. So I was like, well, I got a little name. Let me go out to clubs, do one night, bring the comedians out. So like. genius, dude. And what I'll do is I'll let them open the show. And I'll let them close the show, and I'll go in the middle and work on stuff for, like, 15 to 20 minutes. And I would do, like, three, four shows a week like that and sell out Perfect. places in other cities. Oh, yeah. And so, like, I remember I was talking to Russell Peters, and he was like, you know, your one year of doing comedy is probably like most comedians 10 to 12 years in time-wise. If you take time-wise. Yeah, because you're you, doing three shows, in, three you, shows a week. Like, I mean, least. when you first start off, what I hear in L.A., like you do five minutes, maybe a week. You're yeah. trying to get on people's shows. Oh, yeah, shows. Dude, struggling. Yeah. And struggling to get on people's shows. You saw so. that line down at the Laugh Factory, right? Yeah, just, absolutely. I mean, I mean, like I was – my first set ever, I did 15 minutes, and I've never done a set shorter than 15 minutes since wow, then. That's great. You know what? So it's – and I'm sure I, you had like you you push yourself to write, uh, take I, advantage all of that the time. time. Yeah. Like I I was right I was in a writer I was writing and watching the Richard Pryor uh, Showtime oh, special yeah. that just came out. Yeah, it's awesome. Before what I was it? over, oh, it's amazing. The Showtime doc. Yeah, the whole yeah. You got, you oh could, man, I'm you 45 minutes in because when I saw your text, I was 45 minutes in. Oh, dude, it's I'm hour sorry. No, man. no, 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 no. Right. I was like, oh my god, I got well, yeah, caught up in the moment. What a great time writing. to pull you to a comedy podcast. No, you're so inspired like, from watching oh, that. Yeah, dude, it's just like if you were watching, you know, Honey, I Shrunk the Baby. Like then maybe. Maybe you'd be in a different – you'd be crying, you know. You'd have to come over and oh, turn up. This what? is terrible. Why has Rick Moranis not done anything else? Dude, but it's I, a tragedy. Did we not talk about this on the last podcast, or did I just tweet this the other day? You tweet it. Honey, I Shrunk the Grandkids. How do you not – I've never seen that. See, of course. And how – dude, what a perfect comeback movie. Did you see Mor- that? No, it hasn't been made. It hasn't been made. That's what oh, I'm saying. Oh, Honey, I sh- – oh, okay. Rick Moranis has been absent from Hollywood for mm-hmm. – who knows, man? 15, 20 years? Yeah. Right? Yo, what a perfect movie to come back in. You reprise your role as fucking... Nobody would go see that. Wayne, Mike, Wayne at least two nobody. people would, and I'm talking about me and one of my buddies who I would get stoned enough that he would really? go with me without knowing what he was being dragged There's to. no way that movie would work. <laughs> so you're the only I'm gonna person... I'm going to get a Kickstarter would... going. <laughs> Dude, what about the, the actors that are starting Kickstarters what do you and think not getting that? enough money? Oh, because because then the money's in the bank. You can't right. like refund their money. Because like think, Zach, uh, Zach Braff did it successfully. Yeah. Uh, the people from Kristen Bell, Kristen Bell, and the well, Bar- what's his Veronica name? Shamar Moore only got he was trying for three million, only got yeah. eighty seven thousand. So, so you're kind of screwed. You what just, happens? Does he have to repay it? I don't know. I, I I don't know how Kickstarter works. I don't know either. So, but I I want to go back to something that uh, our listeners who don't do stand up, I have to I have to commend you on something because mm-hmm. you. There's a lot of actors that when they just decide, oh, I want to make some money, I want to make some extra money, mm-hmm. I'm going to start doing stand-up. And they immediately go out and start headlining mm-hmm. when they don't have the material. Yeah. They haven't done it before. Mm-hmm. I won't mention any names. <clears throat> Charlie Murphy. But, uh, <laughs> Please come on the podcast. Please, <laughs> that's what we're saying. I'm, I, I, that's what you meant. Charlie Murphy, I want, you want to go. Yeah, yeah, I, I want to come on the podcast. We finish each other's sentences. So they just go too fast in, in stand-up, and then people buy tickets thinking it's going to be this great no. headliner mm-hmm. show. And then it's like, no, he's been doing it for six months. He doesn't have 45 minutes. Yeah. It takes a lot of comics, you know, seven, eight, nine, ten years to get a decent 45 minutes. It's like when a high schooler goes to the NBA when he's like, yo, the money's there. I'm I'm a draw. I'm popular enough. People, There's a need for me. And hopefully I can grow once I get there. Yeah. But they yeah. start on the bench. And only right. a couple like – no, but – There's what? a couple Kobe's, a couple LeBron's. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of Kwame Browns. Yeah. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> a lot. Yeah. There's a lot of Kwame Browns out there. And, but, see, I've always – like, I've always made moves that – 
Like, for instance, if I didn't do well my first time up or my second time up, I would have stopped. Like, I'm what? that guy. I don't, I don't, I don't. I'm very good at judging what I'm good and, and not good at and ejecting right away because it's a waste of time mm-hmm. to me. I, I don't invest time in things I know that's not going to work. And I, you know, that sounds a little um, like I, ridiculous I, at first, but I think that, I mean, that makes, like, why not? I mean, if I you mean, pick up a guitar, yeah, you're not going to be John Mayer right off the bat, but you should at least be Raffy. Like at least, you should, to, or, or or you should, you should at least know how to like okay. strum something, or you should love it enough where right. yeah, okay, you know, like if it doesn't work out, you're still gonna be doing it. So you yeah. did, my thing with comedy, I never wanted to do stand. I never wanted to be on TV. I never wanted to be on the Kardashians. I never wanted Dude. to be on. Just, All right, let's get down to this. What do you really want to do then? <laughs> I just want to have astronaut. A, uh, yeah, right. <laughs> I want to be a nuclear physicist, <laughs> like my like dad, my dad. <laughs> but I'm too stupid. <laughs> That's what I know. I mean, my ultimate goal is kind of funny. My mom always told me I would have a late night talk show and I would replace David Letterman. And hey this man, was when you're I, on the path. No, listen, listen. This was when I was like 15 years old. Wow. This is like a long time ago. Were you interviewing stuffed animals and shit like that? I, like, no, I never wanted to interview. Like I just found from radio, and I and it all goes back to radio. When you're in radio, when you do this, you have to paint pictures with words. And when I got into stand up, I noticed. That's what it is, and if people can see you, it makes the story that much easier. Now, I'm not a comic that will go up there and give you ten jokes in five minutes. Right. I'm a, yeah. I'm a guy that tells stories. And, tell stories. And Joe Coy has taken me on, and he's like my mentor, and I learned from him as far as storytelling. And Richard Pryor, they're all storytellers, like on the documentary. Yeah. You know, it's storytellers. And my thing is, if I ever sit down to write a joke, that's where it stops. But if I sit down to punch up a real story, because that's what I think, like, when people come to see me, that's what they want to hear about celebrities. They want to hear about your they life. Do. And I tell you, the, the pivotal moment in comedy for me is when I was three months in, uh, I performed at the Improv. Uh, Joe Coy came out, and we were sitting down, and I don't even know the comedian name, but one dude just totally destroyed, crushed it, destroyed it. And Joe Coy was, was like, Adam Ray. And his name was Adam Ray. <laughs> no, but after it, Joe was like, who is that guy? I was like, I don't know. And he's like, tell me something about him. I was like, well, he was funny. But no, tell me something about him. I was like, I don't know. He says, guess what? When everybody leaves, they're going to be like, that guy, last guy was funny. And they don't know nothing about him. And they won't ever come back because you don't know who he is. He says, but from your 12 minutes, I know your dad's black. I know your mom's Asian. I know he has a PhD in nuclear physics. I know you work at at that time. I was like, so he's like, and that's in his take on comedy was that's how people follow you when they know more about you. Because if you, for instance, if you're you're, like, if I'm single now and all my audiences know I'm single, if I get a girlfriend, guess what? They're going to come back to the next show to see how it is in the relationship. So if you're just funny and crushing it, it's hard to build up an audience that will go with you. That's why like, uh, um, like all the big comedians, like CK, like they tell yeah. real stories. Oh, look, yeah, but yeah, they're, yeah. I mean, it's Bill Burr, Jim Jeffries, all Jim those Jeff- guys. Yeah, it's and they've been doing that. Them. Yeah, they get off stage, and you feel like I know this. I know, person. and that's what you want. You want, yeah. And but so many people. And one thing I was lucky that I didn't fall into is I always started telling real stories, like yeah. about my parents. Mm-hmm. So I never had to go through the generic. Like when I go to the comedy store and listen, everybody covers the same topics. You know, sure, you, either you'll hear the fart joke or you hear the girlfriend joke Members or you hear the women and yeah. uh, oh, if your dick's pissing. Yeah, if your dick stays oh, hard for four hours, call a doctor. Yeah. Hell, oh, yeah. Jesus. you know that hack. You joke. hear th- I, I cringe just hearing you just doing a, a, Do that a, a version of that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So you hear the same. 
like genre is a joke, and sure. that's fine because it's about yeah, your own and take. You know, it, it, totally, dude. Because I, I mean, it's there about are your own take. Yeah. yeah, and I understand that. But my thing is, I started just talking about my parents. That was my whole. Yeah, nobody life. can rip your stuff off if you're doing it completely. Unless original. you're half black, yeah. and I, unless Tiger Woods started uh, stand up. Would <laughs> <laughs> you be messed up? Yeah. Although, if, if he starts doing stand up, no one wants to hear the stories about the parents. Tell Not, us about the whores, yes. you, dude. What's crazy is it like God and. The, we're joking right now, but, like, there's people like that. Like, people that mentioned just the other day about how LeBron could play football. As soon as I heard that, I was like, dude, I want him so bad to play two more seasons of the NBA and play football. Just for the story and for the cra- – like, but with Did Tiger – Did you see how fast he throws a, a it's basketball? It's unreal. Oh, it's they, unreal. Did you see the sports The sports center? science, yeah. Dude, yeah. 40 miles per hour? Yeah. Faster than Drew Bledsoe? Oh, I think he'd be incredible. Yeah. But, like, with Tiger Woods, it's like if he did a one-man show, theaters across he would make a killing he doesn't need the money and just told stories but he'd never do that no no, sure. no but like mike tyson his show was awesome was it yeah. amazing he i interviewed him and then i was very like skeptical i was like really but he well, had why a would writer. you be skeptical you saw me in the hangover mike you know i'm an actor you see what i do but when you hear this. that was keenan ivory wayne doing <laughs> exactly. mike tyson it was like it was like keenan it was it was also a little jay leno little yeah mike little bit mike tyson <laughs> Actually, I am Kevin Eubank. Uh, well, I'm not. We don't all look alike. We'll be right back. Anyway. We'll be right back. Yeah. Uh, but blew me away. Like, the dude's funny. But what did he, he talk right, about? He talked about his life. Like, all the craziness from biting off a of Vander Holyfield's ear, and I'm sitting right next to a Vander when he's telling what? the story. Yeah, okay. Paulie Shore what? sitting what? behind me. What? A Vander saw the show? Yeah, he was in L.A. We, wow. they did, And I'm sitting right next to a Vander, and Tyson's up there making jokes about biting a zero. And it's crazy because well, it's like, whoa. To his credit, a, van, a, van, a Vander's broke. He was actually the valet that night. <laughs> and he's kind of giving him a ticket. But that's so nice of him. <laughs> that, that, but that's insane because you, you would think I – I thought the same thing because we're all performers. So when someone just jumps into our business and goes, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, I'm going to do this now. I wasn't skeptical because of that. I was mm-hmm. skeptical because he can't talk <laughs> in real life. Yeah, how are you going to follow any of those sentences? You know what I mean? Yeah, that, right. I was like, how is he actually going to put – like sentences together, an hour to together actually yeah. an hour together. Gonna, do they have to put up one of those prompters behind him with like the bouncing ball? <laughs> <laughs> he's, nah. got the, he's got the stenographer yeah. right yeah. there. Hey court. man, just like just like going nuts. But, but like you saw, and the same thing happened when uh, Charlie Sheen announced that he was going to tour the oh, country yeah. Yeah. with no stand-up experience. He's like, I'm just going on the tour, winning. But I'm but a warlock. No no no, and he got booed off the yeah, first yeah, couple yeah. of shows. But the tiger's then, blood. But but then you get to the point where. If you're a dynamic, mm-hmm. I'm not saying, like, I think if you're a dynamic celebrity, you can tell story. People want to hear your story. Sure. Now, it doesn't have to be funny. And that's one thing I notice when I, when I start talking about celebrities. It's a thing where you can see people in their chairs move up. You know, they, they just wanna say, they want to hear that juice about a Kim Kardashian or a Tiger when I hung out with Tiger Woods. You know, for, Did we you? had dinner. Yeah, we what? had dinner. Oh, right dude. now that it, it happened Please right after, tell me it was in a waffle house no 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 it was at it was at this <laughs> did he make you wear a dress <laughs> not that time no 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 he didn't yeah, make of course you. not what do you, what do you, now you had dinner like and you're doing it for you interviewed him yeah no this was this is what i he was uh, like hey who looks like me no let me tell let me tell <laughs> exactly, i want to have dinner exactly yeah. he he came to a restaurant in houston okay. texas right after he won the masters for the first time awesome so okay. this was a while ago yeah 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 and 97 96 yeah i worked at the restaurant i was like the manager of it and he comes in way early because he's been flying around so the time change got him and he's like man my people are not going to be for here for two hours i'm starving you want to grab something to eat and i'm like yeah and so the whole conversation was about being black 
you know, it's about because that at that time he went on Oprah and told everybody he wasn't black. He was like Caucasian or something. Yeah, like that. Uh, Caucasian, Asian, okay, Caucasian. Yeah, yeah, yeah all that and stuff. everybody got mad. And through my whole life, I had to deal. I went to a pretty much all white school, oh, but shit. the black people that were there wanted me to be black, and the Asian kids wanted me to be Asian. So there was like wow. I had to deal with all this. Yo, there's a one man show in that, by the way. No, exactly. And that's how, honestly, my comedy. I want eventually it to be a one man show. Yeah. So I'm, you know, like that's crazy. There was actually like a divide like that. With oh the yeah, boy. oh yeah. Like Asian Isn't that kids. Nuts. You gotta be like it was one like. Yeah. Can, I, can it, I tell you what's funny is the white people didn't care what I was. Of course. They just say stupid shit to me all the time about black people and Asian people. So it's funny. White people. <laughs> so you were never offended because you were getting both sides and they canceled <laughs> each other out. Dude, and both classes hated me for liking the other class. So I was... Which, was, yo, as a result, probably made you the most popular kid in the school. Well, every I knew everyone. Yeah. And yeah. let me tell you, like, it's funny how when white people, because of what I do, even today, they will say the most racist things in front of me about black and Asian people because they don't see me as one of them. Yeah, right? I wonder it's what weird. that. I wonder what that's. Like, <laughs> does that happen on podcast? That, that doesn't I, happen. That doesn't happen. Sorry, yeah. dwarfs interview you and so try to do that to break you oh, down. <laughs> no, no, happen. no. But it's funny. Like in real life situations, I'll be at a bar. And well, in the context of what we're doing, it's uh, no. The, not, I, I get this context, but like in, I'm talking about real yeah, life. Yeah, that's scenario. fucked up. Like in a restaurant where I'm with the boys. I grew up with that are white, and we'll be in a restaurant. And they'll say those niggas crazy over there. Woo! And I'm like, not a fan of that. Yeah, and I'm like, <laughs> what? Like, I'm, I'm like, and they're like, oh, well, you're not black. <laughs> Not and they no. mean it. Have you and, they, met, and they mean it. They don't see me as black. Dad? Yeah, no, but they don't see. But it's so funny is, you know, like I think uh, Eddie Murphy or somebody talked about that. Or maybe it was Michael Jordan or Will Smith talked about it or somebody. Once you reach a certain level of success in somebody's eyes mm-hmm. and you're black, you lose color. You yeah. know, because like, like Tiger Woods was not black until he cheated on Elon. Like then he was a nigga, you know what I mean? Seriously, like like that's what the oh whole God. that's what the whole thing oh my is. My dad always told me like if you're one percent black in America, you are black. And I remember like I was saying after I had dinner with Tiger Woods, he was like, I'm not gonna say I'm all black because my mom's Asian. That would be offending her. And I was like, I'm the same way. And I called my dad. And he was like, Look, son, like I said, I don't care what Tiger Woods say. If you're 1% black, you are black. And he hangs up the phone. So then fast forward to Elon, mm-hmm. chasing Tiger Woods with a golf club. Yeah, yeah. Right? My dad calls me up and says, you watching this shit on the news? I'm like, yeah. He's like, he a nigga now, ain't he? He a nigga <laughs> now, ain't he? And that's, that's, a, but that's the real perception yeah. of it. It changes. Right then. Like Michael Jordan was never black to white people. Mm-hmm. Like, like he was like Michael Jordan. Yeah. yeah. Will Smith is not black to people. He's Will Smith. Until that's he like, said, welcome to Earth. <laughs> And then they were like, that's not how you say no, it. You put no, a little black spin on yeah, that. And no, I dig it because no it's quotable F, and we're going to no sell F shirts. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. I, I but he's still like, it's funny, you know, like you really, I, I talk to white guys all the time. And when Michael Jordan, he was my hero growing totally. up, Michael Jordan. But nobody ever called him the N-word. I never heard one white person say, oh, that nigga's great. No, they were like, that's Michael Jordan. Yeah. So it's almost like you Just, lose your color the more famous you are in those people's eyes whoever your audience's eyes are i can't wait to be so famous that i can finally ride roller coasters Because I will just lose all the dwarfism shit. You'll be so famous. I'll be like, that motherfucking Brad's tall, man. That dude is tall. (laughs) (laughs) You see him posting up on the sea height, man. He should play basketball. Oh, my God. I saw him posting up on a little tight hoop. Motherfucker could post. Motherfucker could post. You see him reach for the mayonnaise on the the, the top (laughs) shelf? (laughs) That motherfucker's tall. They'll be telling you to go grab stuff.
stuff off the shelves, man. They'd be like, he's tall, man. He's famous. He's tall. That, that, that's insane. But then, like you say, the moment you fuck up, oh, then yeah. it's right oh, back. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah. white people are like, duh, he's not one of ours. He's not. No, it's like, <laughs> like here's the thing. is like white golfers mm-hmm. that love Tiger Woods was throwing him under the bus. Oh, how'd he cheat on his wife? It's like, and those are the golfers cheating on their wives all right. the time. Of course. Exactly. You know what I mean? It's like everybody threw him under the bus. Nike was like, oh, shit, I know you make us a lot of money, but we out. You know what I mean? <laughs> and he just cheated. Let's, let, let's be re- realistic. He cheated on his wife. Right. Happens every day. It's bad. I, yeah. You know, sure. from watching my parents, they've ne- they have the best relationship ever. They never yeah. cheated on each other. I know it's terrible. I know it's bad. Yeah. But he cheated on his wife. And, well, and you know what's funny? You're, it, like this day and age, it's just, I mean, I don't know if it was – do you think it's become more – I don't want to say acceptable, but just more of like you saying it like, hey, I man, think it, it's, it it's a part. I mean, it happens now. Like, to, to comedians or people that speak the truth, yeah. it's more acceptable. And also but a guy with a society, his- it's not acceptable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and let me tell you, like, I, I go back to this Richard Pryor documentary that you have to watch tonight. Yeah. He talks about the reason why he blew up is because he talked about real stuff. Like, he said the N-word. He said the MF word. But he was talking about real social issues. Totally. You know, where I think where he couldn't have got away with that now. You know, because there's too much social media. There's too many people getting Right. Well, he was revolutionary in doing what he was doing. Yeah, there's too many people that will pull advertisement. You know what I mean? So you can't. And you got to think. Like, Brad, uh, Adam, you got to think. Like, if you're going to be a true comic and just stick with comedy, you know, you have to hope your act is so good that it will get you to the next level. Or if you're the next level comedian down, you got to say, well, I don't want to do certain things to offend people because I want a TV career. Totally. You know oh, what I mean? I, I want a career in this and that. So, yo, I, I mean, I think you got to be marketable. Totally. I mean, I think, you know, because it's funny that uh, how personal you get with your shit. Like, I'm starting to get a little more. A lot of my stuff is our personal stories, you mm-hmm. know, um, but I haven't totally tapped into like. A, um, yeah, I'm talking about your parents' divorce. Yeah, thing. parents' divorce. Yeah, or yeah. like my crazy, like things in my family, or like really being, like really the, like you, you know, I talk about being a fat kid because that was like definitely a lot of, like, yeah. you're talking about the pain of, like, in my life. Well, I was 260 pounds before. What? At what yeah. age? Uh, well, I played college football. I was outside linebacker for the University of Arkansas. Yeah, because 260 for me was like seventh grade. You pig so, suey? Like, a pig's a woo, Wait, pig what? suey. Oh, I was my 250. God. I was 250. I bench pressed 480 pounds ago. Whoa! Yeah, I was what a beast. The fuck? My, That's like 12 breads. My, <laughs> my idol was Junior Seau. I had 55 oh and everything back then. Oh, my God. Mike, yeah. that's unreal. Are there? I, I, I had no idea about you. You're like, f- fuck that Dos Equis guy. Michael Yo is the most interesting <laughs> yeah, guy dude, in the world. This is, yeah, this is the most interesting conversation. No. Yo, were you good? I, I played my freshman year. Yeah, I played against. Uh, Starting? No, I didn't start. No, no, no. Not my freshman year. Team. But my second year, I got too many concussions. My last one knocked me oh, out for really? like five hours. Oh. And I was in ICU, and they told me I couldn't play football anymore. And then, see, and then 12 years later, you cut off Barack Obama. That's trying right. to make you're a like, joke, what? man. See that That's can cut. Right. Yo, so you were jacked. I mean, you're a big dude now, but I mean, yeah, no, no, no. I was. This is small. I'm 195 now. Yeah, I was 250. <laughs> I, like it was ridiculous. Just we were people. we were a test school for creatine. Like it was oh, our school. So, I didn't even know that existed. <laughs> I guess they we were a test school for creatine. They would and they didn't have limits. They gave us so we had to sign in college. We had to sign documents to eat. At the cafeteria, and I think the document, and I may be wrong, and I want to get sued for this, but basically, whatever they put in your food, you had to, it was all good. You know, you basically signed over whatever they, and they were putting, they were giving us creatine three, four times a day, and this was a test. So they tested like three colleges around the country, and we were one of them. And I went from, I, I got recruited as a receiver at 185, and I went to college, and 
in like six months, seven months, I was 235. Holy shit. Yeah. Yo, that's nuts. And like my mom was like, oh, you're on steroids? <laughs> I was like, nah, I don't even know what that is. I'm just eating. But I, was, I, was just eating I was eating the mashed potatoes, mom. I like, yeah. yeah. They, I mean, in this food all the time, the you wake up at midnight. Mm -hmm. Yeah, midnight, you can eat a full course. At like 24-7, they fed you because you worked out three times a day. It yeah. was insane. Your metabolism was through the roof. Ridiculous. Holy crap. So who did you, like, look up to, like, player-wise? Junior Seau. Junior Seau, yeah. And Steve Atwater because he played at the University of Arkansas. Yeah. Okay. Denver Bronco, great. Yeah. Yo, so have, you, have you gone back uh, to, like – No, I hate the school. Let, and let me tell you <laughs> – And let me tell you why. It's nothing with the school, but, you know, when you dream about doing something all your life yeah. – Sure. It's taken away at that school. I don't even root for I, – I, I can't – because – to finish out your school, you have to stay in the athletic dorm. And that I couldn't do that because all your dream, everybody's talking about football every day, and you're like, I can't play anymore. So I just went back to Houston and got back into radio. But wow. you know what's interesting in life, everything comes back around because my career would have been over in football, even if I would have made it pro. So now for the rest of my life, I would have been sitting around talking about what I did in the past. Yeah. yeah. Now I get to talk about what I'm doing in the future totally. and everything's starting to kick off now where it would have just ended in football. Right. So I take this life over that life. So but, you, I, but, I mean, if you had continued to be a football player, then you would have a shot at a Kardashian. I mean, now that that, that I don't think that I'm black enough. I don't think I'm black enough. The Asian would have taken over. Yeah. <laughs> what was that like being around that family? I mean, like. Amazing. Let me tell you, those. Let me tell you. Because are they. I've seen six episodes of the show. Yeah. And if you have it here. In a nutshell, here's my summary of the Kardashian show. Ready? A lot of flashy shots. Yeah. Shots of Hollywood. Yep. Uh, and then opens on them shopping for dresses. Oh my God! Hey, what about this dress? I don't know. I like black. Then cut to a talking head of Chloe being yep. like, "We were shopping for dresses for the award show, and Kim kept wanting a purse that matched, but we couldn't find it." Then you cut back to her being like, "I can't find a purse that matches the dress I want." Then cut to Chloe being like, "Oh, it was taking forever." Sure. And then cut him signing a check for $25 million. Signing a check for $25 million. But, but, we'll be right back with more <laughs> What the Fuck Did I Just Watch. No, and, and here's the thing about the Kardashians that I tell everybody. Just being around them, like, people hate on them so much. Sure. Like, Kim's I'm, pregnant I'm now. I'm one of them. Yeah, and, and it's yeah, fine. And it's fine. But, but dude, it, that keeps them in the public eye. That's what they people love it. The more, that, the more people talk about them, the more they're everywhere. But here's the thing is... People don't realize they come out reality shows. They come out with reality shows every year that don't make it. Mm -hmm. So people say, well, they're famous for no reason. There's a talent in getting three million people to watch you every single week. What is it, dude? I think it's uh, people get fast. Well, it's like goes back to my storytelling about knowing people knowing about your life. Now people are invested in their life and want to know now about Kylie and Kendall and want to know everything <sighs> because that's all it's about. And, and like, they don't care also. You have to have, you have to be a person And, and they are exactly, like they went into the show saying we're going to bear it all and they still bear it all. And when, like I did Courtney and Chloe Take Miami. I was Chloe's boss on the show for two seasons when Chloe did it. She did radio. And I was, and she's phenomenal in radio. You were a boss for that? I was, yeah. So I'm on two wow. seasons in that. And I tell you, to be around them and to see how people react to them, it's amazing. Like people it's like Beatles running status. down. Yeah, it's incredible. It's incredible, and I've never seen nothing like that in my life. But the thing is, when they say cut, they're the exact same people. Like when I would argue with Chloe, mm -hmm. and they would say cut, we're still arguing after that because it was oh, really? real. Yeah. Was so that, that's the thing. Situations they're in, like they'll be like, okay, we're gonna have cameras at the mall. You got to go to the mall. Well, they're going to the mall anyway because they need to get something. Just yeah, that's well, the you only thing that's they don't deliver orange Julius. Exactly. So, yeah. <laughs> so I mean, now were now were you intimidated with Chloe being the same size as you? <laughs> 
Like is that like like, I like is love, that scary? No comment. I love <laughs> Chloe. <laughs> Chloe is amazing. Yeah. I love it. She we we talk probably like once every week. I love her to death. Really? Like I'm not close to Kim. I mean we're friendly. Courtney's cool with me, but let me tell you, I love those. Chloe girls. does seem like the most Chloe like outgoing, personable, like Mark my words, she will have be part of like a panel talk show before it's all she will be. Hasn't she big, hosted Chelsea? Like she, she was, was like, on the X Factor right? and they fired her. Yeah, yeah well, but that's how hosting. can you compete with Mario Lopez's dimples? Oh, that's dude. true. That's true. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, and that's hosting. I'm that. talking about when she can give it. Like, she could sit down on this podcast and kick all our asses. Like, I, I'm, Hey, man, let's well, set that up. <laughs> I'm being serious. Like, she's amazing like that. Like, now, she's amazing. Well, because I'll be honest. I tweet, I tweet a lot of jokes about Chloe Kardashian. Yeah. yeah. She want, she's one of my favorite Everybody targets. Everybody does it. Uh, one of my favorite hashtags uh, that, or at least my fans like, is when I compare it to Chewbacca and do hashtag Chloe fix the hyperdrive. I mean, that, that's... <laughs> That's just what that. Uh, that's just what people like. But uh, they do. Yeah. I will say that when I do a Kim joke, everyone's like, "Fuck yeah, fuck that bitch." Oh. Don't like her. When I do a Chloe joke, <laughs> she definitely got some defenders. Like, I, I, I women. I, I think I, women love Chloe. Women freaking love Chloe because she yeah. speaks her mind. She is the Chelsea of that that group. Also, she didn't. She, you know, Kim took the bullet. For the whole family, and right? Bullet is a and substitute bu- for cock. Yeah, dude. Bullet is a Yeah, hey, man. Yeah, for, yeah. So, but, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, the other sisters didn't do anything. They just were, they were part of but the package. Re- but you got to remember. So, Chloe can start from scratch. Everybody says it was off this sex tape. But you got to remember, nobody picked up that show for three years after that sex tape. Like, and E picked it up because Ryan Seacrest was attached to it. Like those, that show was shopped around for three years, and no nobody shit. picked up. Yeah, because initially it was just the three sisters, and nobody picked it up. Then E had them add the parents, and that's when it got picked up. So it was nothing. The family aspect. The family because aspect. because there'd been three. Let's follow. Well, had there been another three? Let's follow around three rich girls. I don't, I don't know. From what I heard, they like. In, in rooms, they didn't pop. There was the Lawrences, Joey yeah, Lawrence. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it's a thing where it's what right timing, and they killed yeah. it. But it's not about what they do on the show. It's about how they made a $65 million a year business out of the show, oh, which yeah. other reality shows don't do. No. You know, who's on. So that's what I respect the business. And they've always – the one thing Chelsea and, and the Kardashians – they both kept their words because I interviewed them before they had their shows, when they were going into their shows, because I had an e-radio show. Mm-hmm. And they said, if we ever, if this thing ever pops, I'll put you on. And both of them, the two people that promise things have. Well, you know what? That in itself makes me respect both of them because, yeah. like, in this, I mean, I think it's under a bigger microscope, the whole, like, broken promise thing in Hollywood yeah. because oh it's God, just, it true. happens daily. And I think we yeah. can all list probably 50 examples of Absolutely. people and in, in instances where people have said this, promised this. You know, you, you, this is going to happen. It doesn't. But, like, for people at that level to say that. And, but they uh, weren't at that level when they said it, though. Well, you got to remember. Yeah. They, they were at that level. Well, that's actually even more impressive it took you, right? When they, yeah, when they actually got to that level and said, I'm going to put you on. Wow. Because like, like, it's so easy to go, ah, you know, uh, did I say that? Work. It was so long ago. I mean, I said to a lot oh, of people. Oh, they won't even, like, address you or when it. you're in the same room, they won't even look at you. Yeah. You know, like. Because Alonzo Mourning, when I was seven, told me he'd give me his jersey. <laughs> and that motherfucker didn't do it. He was like, I got to get a kidney transplant. I was like, listen, bitch. Oh, whatever, dude. Yeah, dude, I need that jersey. So you're a Miami Heat fan? 
I was an Alonzo Mourning fan okay. when he was on the Charlotte Hornets. Oh, I'm a Hornets. Seattle Supersonics fan. Tell we have no team. Have no Thanks team. for bringing it up. We uh, have no team. <laughs> Mike, it's the most depressing thing you could possibly You root of. for somebody you don't even have. I don't even. Dude, it's like. That's I, pathetic. No, he, it's like he roots for Santa Claus. I know. It's like, go Santa Claus. <laughs> yo, Tooth Fairy. Yo, Tooth Fairy. <laughs> the Thunder. <laughs> the Thunder leave. The I'm Sonics totally leaving. you a Tooth Fairy jersey. <laughs> right. Please do. The, the, In the, the Sonics colors. The Sonics colors. Hey, you don't think I'll fucking wear it? The Sonics leaving to go Oklahoma City was kind of like having your girlfriend leave you, and then you have to watch her fuck a bunch of black dudes on TV five nights a week. Why black so, dudes? So, the, so Why black dudes? So Just, what about any guy? Uh, so, you're right. So it's like being like... <laughs> I mean, half, the half black side of me, like, what, yeah, what the fuck? No, well, yeah. because, you know, because the, yeah, there's CBA. only there's one white dude on, on the Oklahoma City Thunder, Nick Collison. That's true. Wow. That's, that's true. Also, the, uh, well, you know what? The percentage of white dudes in the NBA has grown. Yeah, they're called... Right? They're and called, Asian is two. <laughs> dude. <laughs> That's you incredible. Know? Yeah, but the white dudes are European. They're not like you know. No, no, and this is not a joke. Would. But the Asian guys. half, you when like Yao Ming like came in the league. Uh huh. I mean, stoked. No, he's Chinese. I'm Korean. Two different things. We'll be right back with more <laughs> ignorant racism starring Adam Ray in just a moment. Okay, you can't you can't be mad at him for like because some because all Asians look alike. Well, but then you're they half. Do, they do. Yeah. They do. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think that's Asian, me not doing the research. You know, black people, they say black people all look alike. Asians all look alike. Like, black people, I can tell apart. Asian people, I can't. Stuff. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. They all look the same. My high school was uh, 58% Asian. Uh, oh, mo- my God. Most of that Korean. So, oh, okay. So, like, I so like I know a little bit. Like, I know, like, the language is a little whinier than uh, Japanese. Cause yeah, I, yeah. Cause Japanese I, is very like, uh, uh, Japanese are very authoritative. Yeah. But then uh, Korean's like, oh, oh, yeah. Everything's like a song. Oh, how you doing? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like they talk. Yeah, Dude. Toki, <laughs> Oh, net I got in ya. Don't your demons. Oh, net I got in ya. Is that every Korean I, I feel like I need to be painting a dragon That is the only thing my mom ever taught me. In, in Korean. Like, she wanted me to be so Americanized, and that's what's crazy about Asian people. They want to be so Americanized. Do. Like, do you know they slit their eyelids yeah. so they can be more American? Excuse women? Yeah, yeah. yeah. They do yeah. a surgery to open their eyes more. Mm-hmm. It is true. I mean, the whole they all look alike, there's a little bit of truth to that. Because if you lined, up, if you lined up Jeremy Lin, Jackie Chan, and Sandra Oh, I wouldn't know who to throw a chest <laughs> pass to. I would, I would be like... <laughs> Who do I ask out to dinner? Who do I throw a chest pass to? Who do I fucking learn karate from? Oh my god! Who knows? Oh my god! Yo, um, now you have almost three hundred thousand Twitter followers. You should have like five hundred billion Twitter followers, based off you know this, and it's probably continuing to grow. Who do you follow, and why do you follow them? Or do you follow? I'm an asshole. Uh, First of all, I follow a lot of people, but. I don't look at for like new people. stuff to see like the tweets. I, to no, like, no, no. I never read other people's stuff. I just really? follow people like because you're I, nice. Well, if I interview somebody or if I hang out on somebody's show, isn't I'll that funny them. that that's like a social media, like that's type of like a hey man, yeah, like, nice to meet you. I'll follow you now. That's like a so, it's an upgrade be, in the friendship. Like, yeah. like, but I can be honest with you, I don't read Twitter feeds. I don't read. Uh, uh, well, that's Twitter. because they don't exist. It's they're called Twitter feeds. I think you said Twitter feeds. <laughs> oh, Twitter. See, I don't even know what it's <laughs> called. I'm giving you Twitter shit. Twitter feeds. Yeah, I'm giving you shit. I just post. I use it to post, but I don't read because I found it that serves that, you well in that. In that I read. I read an article that says when you read other people's tweets. And read other people's Instagrams. A Jew gets uh, its wings. Um, <laughs> that was the second thing yeah. he said. First thing is it builds up animosity and jealousy towards other people that you don't need in your life. Wow. Because so spot on. That was like the Korean part of you going, oh, <laughs> jealousy, <laughs> animosity. 
God, me not need in life. That was definitely definitely the Asian Uh, Zen of you. Push out negative, bring in positive. Because you, because you know, because you know, the black part of you like, hey man, I want to know what Ryan Seacrest is doing. That's right, that's right. But nah, it's just I, I, and people get mad like when I tell them they were like, oh, because I think it's the most arrogant thing when somebody says, oh, hey, I know you saw my Facebook post. It's like, no, I didn't. I didn't read it. You know, that's <laughs> it, you're that, right. Or somebody says, oh, I did it on Twitter, so you must have saw. It. That's like you being. That's like us being in uh in Staples Center. Mm-hmm. And you yelling out, hey, I want a hamburger, and me hearing it across the way. That's what a Twitter feed is to me. You what know, just people, sh- just people Mike, yelling Mike, you heard out. me yell for a hamburger, didn't you? I did. I did. Yeah. That's why I came. Yeah. <laughs> but, that, but no, I, I, think, I think people just assume you follow. And I just use it to post. Because really, like. It's great for that. Yeah, for, the, for your Yahoo show, for, for yeah, uh, any celebrity thing. I post, thing. and I, I, occasionally I'll go through. And so you won't tweet it like Chloe to well, because that email shows up in your, No, no, no. That shows up in your feed. Like, okay. I look at my feed, like what I send out. Yeah. I look at what replies I get, but I never go on other people's feeds to see what they're doing because the people I really want to know, I just call. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be like, hey, what are you doing? Like totally. that. Dude, yeah. I do that too, man. I mean, it's like anytime I, I have a buddy with a birthday or something come up. Yeah. If they're a real good friend of mine, fucking well, call them. But it if was it, good. It was good that you actually tweeted this because you reminded me that I had to be here. Yeah. That's the only. Re- I was like, I oh almost my was gonna God. do that. Yeah. He was like, hey, you got questions for Michael Yo, and I was like. <gasps> Yeah. I was supposed to be there today. I yeah. thought it was Sunday. So, I mean, it worked out. Totally. But I read my feed. Like, if you would have just posted it on. Now, like, are you gl- are you one of those people that's because a lot of your business revolves around the phone? Like, Mike's girlfriend used to be furious with me because I was in my phone a lot. And I was like, this business is 24-7. Like, if I'm trying to get booked for a show oh, or no, email no, no. for something, are you I'm in on, your phone yeah, a lot? I'm on, I'm on not social media. I'm on email a lot. Yeah. Because no, yeah. I have all these different shows, and I'm trying, as, as of everybody else, trying to get gigs and trying Dude, to. Dude, you're booking your shows. You're, you're, you're probably getting assignments for uh, OMG for Insider. Exactly. You're booking y- the, the Yo, Yo Show. Me. I mean, you have, you you're have booking podcasts and forgetting about them. I mean, it's like there's tons of shit <laughs> that you are constantly, oh, you all right? Yeah. I got the big teeth. <laughs> My teeth are huge. He just smacked himself in the face with the mic. No, but no, it's, it's yeah. I mean, but I love the social networking aspect of it. Yeah. You know, like I, I really love Facebook and I just started Tumblr. So we'll see how that goes. Now, as, as, as our podcast, we're going to ask you some advice because yes. we are going to have guests on here that uh, are uh, – as you are, way more famous than us. And we're not famous. And we're Mike, you're famous, man. No, not famous. I know a shit ton of people who are obsessed with you. Yes. Dude, yeah. I'm not it's even so kidding. Mike, my sister, first of all, you're probably her favorite celebrity. Tell no her joke. She's Dude, she's a look. <laughs> Is she hot? Yo, she just dropped thirty pounds, man, and she's hey got two uh, twin girls. She, uh, yeah, I mean, dude, I'll, wow. I'll, I'll, my you sister's could, hot. Are you for pimping sure. out your sister right now? You could call Michael your brother. Yo, Michael. you might be the only person I would allow <laughs> to bang my sister. Oh, uh, but you'd have to do it on the podcast. <laughs> on the podcast, <laughs> so that's the only we, in your dining room. Yeah, on your table. On the now table, man. Really yeah, 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 with the Rite Aid candle that is vanilla but smells like Rite maple Aid? syrup. Is this really yeah. Yeah. You, you went you went high class for me. Huh? Hey man, absolutely. <laughs> and you, what's great about Ryder, you probably come just back again. I'll go street. to Target. You just yeah. walk down the street. <laughs> say, oh, right, like, let me pick up this candle. Now, when you worked for, um, well, what was the advice you were? Oh, well, like I, I, I was going to say, we're going to have some people on this show. Mm-hmm. How do you prepare for Denzel? Yeah, Denzel's coming on next week. Yeah. I hope that's not going to like. I don't want to rub the salt in the wound. I know. But if you he wants Denzel, to talk about Philadelphia I'll too, come and punch both of y'all in the face if y'all got. He wants to come on. He's Philadelphia too's coming. He's going to be. You're going to tell me. You're going to tell me that my client Andrew Beckett Jr. 
<laughs> has the HIV virus. <laughs> okay, all right. Okay, all That's, right. Dude, I want to do a Denzel so bad because I just he works he's the it. best, man. But like, uh, <laughs> but like, how do you prepare for an interview? When you, when, when you hear, all right, uh, you got to interview Tom Hanks. What do you you know what? Now I've interviewed. So, like, here's the thing: everybody they get the same questions at junk as they get. I try to do like have fun with them now. Mm-hmm. I'll do quizzes with them, like know your cast, or like bring up funny pop question, pop culture questions that they have to answer. I never like the image. What's What's great about stand up is I was on the set of Modern Family, and nice. this was about six months ago, and the cast Julie Bowen. And Ty Burrell comes up to me and goes, "Oh my God, I, I heard you do stand up. That's amazing!" And wow. they're and Isn't that they're, awesome. They're like, uh, "Ty Burrell's one of my favorite yeah, and TV I'm actors." I'm like, "Yeah, I do it. it, it it's a lot of it." They're like, "I don't see how you do that. You just get on stage with a mic and you do it." He says, "We have people write our lines." Isn't and Julie's awesome. like, "Yeah, we're just Isn't that we're awesome." Just, but they're so good, and they're so good. Yeah. And then you're hearing that like so. Immediately they have a mutual, they have uh, mutual respect. respect. And, that's, and, yeah. and that's what I'm going to say with you. Now that my career is built and comedy is, keeps yeah, building, dude. now I'm a comedian that can host. Before, mm-hmm. if you're a host, you get no Mike, that's awesome. from the industry. That's awesome. But if you're a comedian, it right. automatically makes you viable where casting directors are like, when they see your stand-up, they're like, I can see him in this. Sure. You know, me reading a prompter, they'd be like, well, he's a host, so let's put him in this movie as a host. Yeah, and, and they know you can be funny, and they know you can yeah. play a character. And, and when, you ha- when you tell your stories about your family on stage, you're playing the character of Michael Yo. But that is a character but that, because you're exaggerating things. And, and, and that's and not to jump ahead, but like that's where I'm doing Caroline's. Uh, oh, I'm New headlining York. Caroline's in two weeks in New York. I'll be there the week after. Oh, look at that. With Delia. Well, yeah, the heat oh. premieres out there right after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, are you going to talk to Melissa or Santa? Or are you going to get any sort of. I don't know. Hopefully. Just try to hook it up. Yeah, that'd be awesome. The heat comes out when, Adam Ray? June 28th. June yeah. 28th. Maybe, I'll, be maybe I'll come on the O show, I'll right? Be in, yeah, absolutely, dude. Right. I'll be in uh, Caroline's the 14th and 15th, and they're taping it because. Awesome. Networks are interested. So, we're going to pitch the show as my stand up. Mm hmm. Instead of giving them a script, I want to give them real jokes that my parents said so they can hear the re- – because you can't fight laughter. You can't argue with nope. sure. it's funny or not Genius. if you have laughter. Yep. Yeah. You know, so you pitch it off of uh, your stand-up rather than a script. So And then they hire writers. For – wait, for what type for, – uh, sh- Well, there's three networks, inter- like major networks, interested in my story. Like it's, but because great, every man. time I say my dad's black, my mom's Asian, and they own a, a Jewish deli, they're like, okay, so where we go? Yeah, where we signing? It pretty, yeah, dude. Just but fucking put, you know, put. Um, that, that, that sounds like a sitcom. I think that's pretty much the play for like. My dad's so black, bad. my mom's Korean, and they own a Jewish deli. Done. Boom. Yeah, yeah. Find some sort of uh, part for Kelsey Grammer, and uh, just because, <laughs> he just, dude, he's sitcom gold, man. Oh, dude, dude. Him, let uh, him play the uh, the father of maybe let him play the Jewish deli owner, or no, that should be Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito. <laughs> Or, or who else? Adam Ray. Adam Ray. Adam Ray. I'll grow a beard. Hey, but you, you but get you get in one movie, you just think you're gonna be in. Every I day. know he's <laughs> gonna be in everything. Don't you, Ray? I'm not talking about but the movie. I'm talking about according to Jim from seven years ago. <laughs> right. But to answer your question, I would just not necessarily because some people get upset when you don't know everything about them. Mm-hmm. I think it's fun to take the interview in a direction that you just have fun like this. Well, because like we just we know enough of, stuff. Yeah, and yeah. also having a genuine curiosity. That's why, like, we you know, learning st- like you know, knowing st- a little bit about the sports, but enough to like so that you can actually feel Honestly, like you want to tell us about it. I asked them one question about the movie they're on, and then I just asked stuff I want to know. That's smart. You know what I mean? I could, and that's different. And you're gonna you're getting, and that's why it shows when people are so open with you, and they get excited and they say things they shouldn't say on camera. Yeah, you know I saw you I mean? did something with Chloe where you just like it was like a one minute like rapid fire thing. Oh yeah, where we talk about sex the whole time. Yeah, and you were like, "Are nice. you wearing underwear right now?" And yeah. she was like, 
No. No. Like, <laughs> uh, have you ever made out with a chick? Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah, 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 or yeah. whatever. You know, so it puts them in an ease where as soon as you walk in, like, what I notice is watching reporters, when they interview their reporters, mm-hmm. like, okay, tell us about the movie. So what was your inspiration? I don't care what your inspiration was. Right. You know, I want to know where's the after party and what we're doing. You know, I want to know. <laughs> the fun I wanna, stuff. Yeah, I want to know, hey, Leo, uh, you invited me out for a drink or what? He's sure. like, yeah, I'll go out. Okay, okay. Leo, your... you know, even having that yacht with whores on oh, it the I last know. couple of weeks. Jesus Christ. Did you Christ. see him wearing that mask? No, I didn't and see that part. He for was what? wearing some, I guess, I don't know, him and his crew were wearing masks and eating pizza through him because he was walking the street, so he didn't want nobody to recognize him. So we wore a black I bumped mask. into him at the Grove once. Oh, yeah? I was high as balls. I was going to see. Uh, he's a legend, though, already. Yo, like, he's yeah. unreal. Ridiculous. The fact, I mean, he doesn't need an Oscar to prove anything, but like Aviator, he, sh- he should have won for. But, um, uh, you met him at the Grove. Yeah, yeah. I, just, I, I bumped into <laughs> him. That was the weed. I think he was like, I was high <laughs> as fuck. <laughs> no, no, no. I think I'm still I, high. No, yeah. there, was a, there was a pause because I realized that this is just a, you know, when you just you start a story and you go, well, this has no point or punchline <laughs> whatsoever. Well, this is this whole show. I mean, basically, yeah. we're just hanging out yeah. with no point. <laughs> Let's change the name of the show to No Point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is the No Points Podcast. No Points Podcast. Now, joined by Michael Yo. Michael Yo, start start a story and end it without <laughs> any kind of conclusion. Yeah, yeah. Just, <laughs> so I was at the Grove with Leo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, boy, what are you doing tomorrow? Uh, if you were to do a rapid fire with Morgan Freeman, let's say I'm coming out in Shawshank Redemption 2. Let's do a little is that rapid Morgan fire. Morgan Fry- Freeman? Well, I mean, well, is this is Morgan Freeman? No, I don't think so. Yeah, Who this is-, is Morgan Freeman. Is it Hello, really? Michael, yo. Yes, this is Morgan Freeman. I could have told you that that was I could have told Freeman you that this is a Morgan Freeman. Is that how Freeman. he sounds? This is what Morgan Freeman sounds like. I don't you think need to so. get on board with this, Michael, <laughs> because this is my fucking podcast. <laughs> okay, do you believe God is black? Maybe. Maybe, but you play God in everything. I played God in Bruce Almighty, available on DVD and Blu-ray in any Kmart or Walmart. If you could read any book to me, what would you read? Because your voice is like silk. Shell Silverstein's Where the Sidewalk Ends. (laughs) If you could bang any celebrity, who would it be? Ashley Olsen. (laughs) Keep them coming, motherfucker. All right, so what actor have you worked with that you – what actor haven't you worked with that you want to work with? John Turturro. I'm spitting everywhere. All right, that's it. I'm What's done. my favorite sandwich shop that I have worked at for two months and got fired because I put my dick on the salami? Yes. Chris knows. Okay, do you, think, uh, do you think Hollywood is racist to black still? Kind of. Kind of? Is that a PC answer? Give me a real answer. I think that Hollywood becomes more racist every day. For instance, have you ever seen a black dog in Air Bud? <laughs> <laughs> and why Air Bud? Why not Air? Jamal. Air Jamal. <laughs> Why not Air Jamal or, or Air, Air Tyrone? I have a goldfish named Laquisha. Why can't we do a story about her? Laquisha. Laquisha, I wish I could tell you Laquisha can I, didn't can I tell live you a funny long. story? I interviewed Seth Rogen, Craig Robinson, and uh, from This is the End. Oh, oh shit. Yeah, yeah, from that the, movie yeah. is freaking hilarious. Is it really? Oh, it's That amazing. makes me so happy because Dude. people are, are hating because they're like, well, a little bit is jealousy because it was like, oh, all the funny guys in one thing. Oh, I get it, man. You guys are all, but it looks incredible. No, no. It's, it's so, I don't want to say stupid is funny, but it's. No, that's comedy. fine. Like, like, Mc, like MacGruber's stupid funny? Yeah, like just like you watch it and you're like, oh, my God, that's crazy funny. But they're I mean, all great. The house, I mean, they, they all play themselves and they're at James Franco's house. I mean, and, then and it's the, a real Hollywood party. And, and Michael Sarah's coked out of his mind. Slapping Rihanna on the ass. And then, and <laughs> oh, then, dude. And then, I'm, uh, I'm seeing it just off that. And then <laughs> apocalypse happens and it's just craziness. But I, I got to tell you, one thing I learned from like Craig and all these guys and even Jason Siegel. It's that's what that's one problem about stand up 
about com- mm-hmm. comedians is they don't support each other uh, yeah. a, a lot. There's not a big support group because and I in in the thing like I remember interviewing um uh, Jason and he was like he wasn't getting casted. Yeah. So they said write a movie. But the thing is, once he wrote a movie, everybody started to get love in his crew. He had a crew with people he wanted to work with, and he takes them everywhere he goes. You know, they write in stuff for each other, where a lot of comedians, it's all about me, 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 me. If I Mm -hmm. break, I'm going to make it. It's it's not about that. It's about who you bring with you. Because guess what? It's longevity in. Like, if I break big and put you in a movie or put you in a movie, guess what? If you break, you'll be like, hey, I want you. So there's not enough of that. And that's one thing why I started Hot Mess is – I don't know if you – but I fly the people out, put them yeah, up in the dude, same hotel. Yeah, like, man. It's – A class in – because I feel that all comes back. And it I, does. And it I'll, does. And you also – like I've seen the lineups that you have. You take comedians who are headliners yeah. that, that people haven't discovered yet. Like you oh. take Sarah Tiana with Sarah you. Sarah Tiana, Brent Moore before Brent Moore. he like, booked on a TV yeah. show. Yeah. And, uh, but like uh, – Nick Guerra's on Jason your tour Collins. right now. Nick Guerra's right? amazing. Uh, Darnell Rollins has done my tour. Joe Coy has done it. Yeah. You know, so you get these – Mark Saratella's done it. <laughs> <laughs> I just got back from Mesquite, Nevada. <laughs> I saw two pays. Adam Rage. I saw Turned me down twice. So, but that's all. Good. Yo, no. But then one no, time you good. booked me and forgot. I did. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> you forgot what? Oh so, yeah, yeah, boy, yeah. Because that's podcast, what I, okay. hot mess shows. No, no, hey, no, no, no. I can't no. wait to play the Jewish deli and then not play the Jewish <laughs> no, deli. No, no, no. <laughs> because, because, look, you know I have fifteen no, jobs, Mike, and, and I was I'm totally, and I totally busting forgot, your balls, And I man. totally forgot. I did. That's my to- bad. Yo, but you know but what? But I man? tried to rebook you twice, and you said no. I know. So you got me back. Hey, I know. But so, dude, so did you show up with your balls? He's like, we're not playing today, dude. What? I even showed up with my Pizza Hut ball that they give you when you buy a personal pan yeah. pizza. Oh, yeah, we bitch. have room for you on the bench. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then I just walk by with a boombox playing Everybody Hurts. <laughs> when you no, think that. you've had enough. Exactly. That's what happened to you. Oh, um, but no, but that's the whole thing. And they keep doing my shows because I believe that, you know, you just treat people right and they'll come back. Like I'm doing uh, Caroline's. I'm bringing uh, Nick mm-hmm. and uh Guerra, so funny. Nick Guerra, and then uh, uh, it's a girl named Carmen Lynch from New York. Nice. She was in the Huffington Post, like top twelve or whatever. Awesome. But like these Great. people starting to do the shows because it just you mix, just, dude. You get and you're giving people a chance to perform at clubs that you wouldn't normally have a chance to because there's so many. Uh, there's not. Thousands of great comedians who are headliners mm-hmm. that aren't getting the chance, but you know, being out here in well, LA, there's a lot of a, a lot of great working ones that just you know you're well, you're paying it forward, man. You're Haley, forward. you're the Haley Joe Osment of comedy. <laughs> well, I, <laughs> well, what I'm saying is, is the main thing is that you can't do it without other people and without the comedians in LA showing me love and letting me go on stage and mm-hmm. because I think. I'm not the dude that's just going to – you're never going to see in the clubs. You'll see me two to three times in, a, in, in, in the different clubs in yeah. L.A. You know, I put in the work, and that was the thing Chelsea told me. is like, if you start this, don't be that guy that just shows up because everybody hates you. Then, you know, put in the work and help other people. That's the main thing. Help other people out, yeah. and it'll come back. And that's the one thing I take. And that's – one thing that people don't know about Chelsea, she's so loyal. Like, everybody Obviously, that's on that show, guys, yeah. Yeah, and girls. she keeps Rotate. rotating it. And – People don't know, but no comedian wanted to support her when she first started. Comedians were saying no. Like, comedians oh, were boy, like, we don't want to be on the show. The we don't want to be on the show. So mm-hmm. she found 15 to 20 people that really believed in her. And guess what? No matter where she goes, they're going to go. Made their careers. Made I'm, their I'm careers. I'm doing it for the first time on the 24th. Yeah, After man. I come back, I, I mean, any tips? Yeah, just be yourself. Yeah. And, and don't set up jokes. There it's not about jokes on that show. It's about one-liners. Okay. And That's I, a have great, no I have no pressure. I have no pressure. 
because I get made fun of the whole show. I basically show up for Chelsea to make fun of me. That's my shtick because cool. I started as a reporter. Yeah. So my job is not to be funny on yeah. the show. My show is to be her punching like, bag. Like Glebe, yeah. I mean. So, uh, yeah. I mean, Glebe gets made fun, but he'll have a but joke. But he'll bring jokes, yeah. Like, I don't need jokes. Like, I'll go in there to get beat up. Yeah. I know my role on that show. Yeah. It's like Joey on Friends. If he was smart, all of a sudden people would be like, hey, well, I don't smart. want this. Yeah, 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 exactly. Sure. So people know my shtick. People love it. She beats me up. And, you and, and, then I, and then I sell out shows. You do sell out shows. You continue to sell out shows. And you killed it on the podcast today. Yeah! And, and, yeah, and Michael, yeah. I, dude, we can't thank you enough for being here. We need more half-black people on this show. <laughs> yeah. You should do, you should do more like, half-black black, people in the world. For, half black, uh, for Black History Month, you need half-black. It's a great like, idea. So you need Ooh. just half the month, you do half-black people. <laughs> Dude, dude, churning out business ideas left and right. It's a great what, idea. What, what, what other half black comedians or half black people we can, we, we can have? On no, you show? no, no. Just find some random half black people. Oh, so, oh, so, oh, so I don't it's need like to be comedians. Oh, okay, fuck it. All right, yeah, no, just normal people. My J- Jalen Rose. <laughs> well, we'll have Jalen Rose on. Absolutely, uh, Blake Griffin. Let's have, let, let's make there that happen. I hear yeah. he's really funny. Have yeah. you interviewed him? No, but I love his commercials. Yeah, the funniest. He's awesome. He's awesome. And you he's can so tell good. he's got a genuine sense. But of But I tell you, he would not survive in the NBA 20 years ago with the Detroit Pistons because he tries to dunk over someone, he's getting slammed Yo, I love around. that you said that, and I miss those Thank days you. so bad. I am dying to see somebody go into the stands again and punch <laughs> a fat guy with, who threw water on an NBA player Jesus. because, you know what, man? They deserve it. That there's so deserve, many yeah. angry – there's so much shit that happens in the stands that you do not see because the camera doesn't pan to it or the things that are said. But, man, I have seen and said some things to players, and it's like, man, there there should be no reason why you don't get like <laughs> – you know, hey, man, every now and it then – It should be like hockey where they let you a, just get a, a player beat up a fan for like yeah. two minutes. Yeah. You know, and then they break it up. And then the you should get goes two. You should get two a season where you two get to go into the stands <laughs> right. and take out a kid slash fan. Oh, Absolutely, yeah. uh, Mike. Where are you on Twitter? Yeah. Uh, at Michael Yo. And name all of your ten jobs right now. Uh, CBS OMG Insider. Uh, what nights? It, yeah, where, where do we Monday find through this? Friday? It's lo- check your local listings. Uh, Yo Show on Yahoo. Wow, Yo you're Show. one of those guys. You're one of the check your local listings guys now. Wow. That's a big de- dude. That's, that's a big, a big deal. deal, man. Okay, thank you. Uh, <laughs> Yo, Yo Twitter. Show on I mean. Uh, Chelsea, yeah. I'm going to be on next week sometime. Uh, the talk, I'm on in two weeks. Uh, uh, Yo Show and Yahoo. And then and Stand Up Carolines and then yeah. Nashville. And then and check your site for all Just go to MichaelYo.com. It's my new Tumblr page. Oh, check shit. Right. Michael Yo Tumblr. Michael, can't thank you enough. Dude, thank you guys. Dude, this, this was fun. And you're coming back, and, obviously. And you said this was your first podcast? My first podcast ever. We popped your cherry? You popped my cherry. Woo! I never thought I would have a dwarf pop my cherry. <laughs> That's kind of crazy. What a great way to That's, end it. Yeah. Um, Twice your height. You can find me on Twitter at Adam Ray Comedy. All the videos and uh, stand updates, adamraytv.com. Uh, and uh, y'all free up so we can do a show together. Yeah. Darn right. I'll set it up in the city. Dude, we'll awesome. Down. Okay, Absolutely. good. Absolutely. Let's uh, do it. F- find me, bradwilliamscomedy.com. Follow me on Twitter at FunnyBrad. On behalf of Michael Yo, Adam Ray, I'm Brad Williams. This has been the About Last Night Show. Please try to remember our names in the morning. If you like listening to comedy, try watching it on the internet. The folks behind the Sideshow Network have launched a new YouTube channel called Wait For It. It's got interviews with comedians like Reggie Watts, Todd Glass, Liza Schleisinger, Schleisinger, I've been friends with her for 10 years, one of the funniest people out there, and I still have a hard time with the last name, Liza. Our very own Owen Benjamin, that's me, takes you on a musical journey down internet rabbit holes and much more. You don't have to wait any longer. Just go to youtube.com slash waitforitcomedy. There's no need to wait for it anymore. Because it's here. And it's funny. And I love you.